Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I am Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our children, we're losing an entire generation. And today, as always, we will be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. Now, in one of my earlier episodes, I went into a little bit of explaining debt in a new way and exactly how that relates to everyday life. And one of the big issues is that there is a government monopoly on student loans and really the, the, the big banks and the government are the ones who benefit from it and it contributes to why people feel broke. So today we're going to explore exactly why this is part of the crime of the century. So we'll start with a hypothetical family and we'll assume that this father makes uh, about $50,000 a year. He's got uh, two kids and he's got 18 years, therefore, to raise $350,000 to send them to school. And that's assuming that one of his kids goes to uh, private school for four years and the other goes to a uh, public college uh, for five years. That'll run him $344,000. Most Americans can't raise $340,000 in 18 years. It's a lot of money to save in addition to paying your mortgage or rent, in addition to buying clothes and food and vacations and all of that stuff. Um, that's, that's a hard number to come by. So naturally, you would have to go to taking a loan. And this loan most of the time defaults to the kids. So the, to get through school, this 18, 19 year old is going to have to take on, on if we use the averages, about $50,000 of debt, maybe 60 now. Um, and when you take on that much debt at that age, that is a tough hill to climb because we don't even know if the kid is going to do anything with his uh, feminist dance studies degree. We don't know what, what's going to happen in in school, he may not want to go into that profession that he got his degree in, like so many people, but he's still got this debt. And even if he goes bankrupt, he's not going to get rid of that debt. It doesn't ever go away until it's paid off. It's pretty much predatory lending sanctioned by the government. And you look and you wonder why on the government's asset sheet for 2017, their number one asset, their income, uh, was student debt, student loans. And the money that came from that, you see advertisements even now telling millennials, refinance your debt, get a, get a lower interest rate, which is great for, for lowering your interest rate, but that just exacerbates payments. And you've got to look at what the average American has to spend. If you're making $50,000 a year um, as a single person, your income, monthly income is probably about four grand. Uh, four and a half per month. A thousand of that goes to paying taxes and that includes everything. That's personal income tax, it's property tax, all of that. If you roll that into one, it's just under 1500 a month. Then you got your mortgage. If you're lucky, that's also under a thousand, but probably not in today's market. So we've named two things. Half of his income's off the table. Then he's got to save for retirement, service his own debt. He's got to if, if the roof falls apart on his house, he's got to uh, build a new, uh, make room to buy a, a new one. He's got to buy a car every so often. 
how is he supposed to get ahead? How is he supposed to save $340,000? Uh, that, that doesn't make sense to me how he's able to save that for, for children who may not end up taking that degree and using that to propel themselves. Some of them might. Some of them might go into mathematics or engineering or science or uh, one of the subjects that requires a college, it should require a college degree to get in. But like most students, you know, kid might bartend for four or five years, get into real estate maybe, be a realtor, sell life insurance, do something like that, and all the while have to pay off this this degree, this maybe this uh, English studies degree or, or any one of the humanities. And at the end of the day, who's benefiting? And, and you wonder why we keep pushing college degrees and we keep pushing if you don't go to college you know you're an idiot if you go to trade school you're stupid if you if you want to do something else well to me the smart ones seem to go to trade schools and come out with a degree uh, with almost no debt and the ability to start a, a plumbing business start an electrical business right out of the gate and they don't need to battle a lot of a lot of the obstacles that most people do but but we all want that, that societal attention. We all want the approval of our peers. So we go to college and we um, you know, question our sexuality or whatever they do in college now and end up with near insurmountable debt for many years. Most Americans don't start saving for retirement. Most people don't start storing away uh, money until their 40s. So, so you wonder why we're all falling behind. We could be a much richer country than we are, but we can't get there if our money's locked away, servicing debt. And you look at a lot of the retirement plans, and this isn't for this book, this is for the, the, the next book that's coming out. You look at a lot of the retirement plans and they lock up money until 59 and a half, so you can't touch that either. And you know, if you're lucky, maybe the market won't crash, but it probably will. You'll lose money there. Um, and the only people that seem to be getting richer and richer are the, are the, are, are, are the politicians. Which, by the way, there was a senator uh, just a few days ago, Senator, sorry, House of Representatives uh, worker who said that uh, senators' pay should be raised from $174,000 per year to over two hundred grand. i am sorry, who's the one suffering here? I mean, I mean, the, these politicians make these wild claims and they and they want to fund every project on the sun uh, to, 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 to hopefully lift up that, that bottom class of workers. Good for them. But you don't get to make 200 grand doing making grand speeches and not fulfilling any of your tasks. And the problem is the rest of us are suffering. And really what happens because of that is when we start to fall behind, that causes a lot of stress and that can radicalize a society. You see this, um, you know, one of the myths, I'll use a historical example, one of the myths uh, about the formation of Nazi Germany is that they were formed directly from the Versailles Treaty. And that's not really what happens. In the, in the, in the 20s, you actually look at Germany economically was coming back. They had military restrictions, and, but they, in the boom of the 20s, uh, they were they were coming back. They didn't have to repair a lot of what the French had to repair in terms of farmland. It wasn't until the 30s and the Depression that uh, the Nazi Party was elected in, due to their their 
national, nationalism plus their promise of socialist programs, lest we forget that Hitler was a socialist. And so you look at the radicalization of society, well, what started really was because of the uh, financial stress, the, the stress on people's wallets. And that's, and that's in the end of the day what we all care about. So you look at your pain, if you're making a modest income, an average income, you know, $50,000, not bad at all. But your mortgage, your taxes, all the stuff that, that takes money out of that and all the things that you have to save for really do hurt for many years. And then if you're lucky in retirement, you know, the market will stay stable and you won't live longer than your money. That's not a guarantee either anymore. So this is a problem. This is part of the crime of the century for this reason. Your kids are not being taught anything worthwhile, most of them, um, especially in the humanities. You're going broke attempting to pay for it and all that's leading to is the radicalization of society. And, and this really is a great part of the crime of the century and something that we'll expand on in later episodes. But I want to thank you for watching the crime of the century.